After finding the remains of 215 children at the former Kamloops Indian Residential School, Touchline Thoughts would like to take a few minutes to acknowledge the land we are on. We pass on our deepest respect and love to the lost children and their families, as well as the Indigenous, First Nations, Inuit, and Métis people, who through our history of Canada have undeservingly lost their land and lost their voice in our country. As we record this podcast, guests and ourselves reside in three major cities in Ontario. We acknowledge each one now. We would like to acknowledge the land on which we gather and in which the region of Peel operates. It's part of the treaty lands and territory of the Mississaugas of Credit. For thousands of years, Indigenous peoples inhabited and cared for this land. In particular, we acknowledge the territory of the Anishinaabek, Huron-Wendat, Hudunishini, and Ojibwe Chippewa peoples, the land that is home to the Métis, and most recently, the territory of the Mississaugas of the Credit First Nation, who are direct descendants of the Mississaugas of the Credit. We are grateful to have the opportunity to work on this land, and by doing so, give our respect to the First Nation inhabitants. We acknowledge the land on which the city of Toronto resides as the traditional territory of many nations, including the Mississaugas of the Credit, the Anishinaabek, the Chippewa, the Haudenosaunee, and the Wendat peoples, and is now the home to many diverse First Nations, Inuit, and Métis peoples. We also acknowledge that Toronto is covered by Treaty 13 and the Mississaugas of the Credit. In Ottawa, we acknowledge that we are standing on unceded Algonquin Anishinaabek territory. They are the past and present caretakers of the waterway and land that we call Ottawa. We are grateful to have the opportunity to be present on this territory. Now, over to your Touchline Thoughts episode. Welcome back to Touchline Thoughts, powered by the Garage Door Sports Network. We are sponsored by J&J Creations. This is episode 42. Pew, pew, pew! Yeah. Um, are you looking to get a gift, a piece of clothing, and or other customized items? Check them out on Instagram to place an order and to speak with their design team. J&J Creations can ship across Canada and can also provide pickup options. Shipping costs are subjected to Canada Post. J&J Creations, where you can customize anything you need. Also, I will mention, we just got our sweaters. If you're checking out our Instagram, Wee-hoo. check out our super cool custom sweaters that JJ Creations made for us. Yep. They're pretty dope, I will say. And we will put a reel when we both have them. Well, I have them, but Paige doesn't. So when she gets hers, we're going we're gonna to show them off a little bit. We're going to wrap them. I cannot wait. To the point where the network actually reached out to us about this and asked how we got our cartoons. So we might get some network shirts that would be dope also the cartoons on the front were made by our good friend adam power so we have him tagged in um we should tag him in those sweaters too actually yeah i do so yeah yeah i'll tag him in the post with the sweaters so just make sure um if you want any um graphic design stuff done check him out he does a fantastic job yeah and then your friend people text me on instagram and be like the faces are so cool. Like well, I love we look little... like the faces, right? Which I know, is like absolutely awesome. amazing. And then your other friend who designed the rough sketch. I think yeah. Okay. So this is how it, my friend Tamara, who I've known, she's one of my best friends. We've grown up together. She designed the faces, yep. uh, which I think she did an amazing job. I think they look exactly like us. And they then, do. yeah. And then our, my friend Adam did the graphic design. So he put them all onto like a print for us. And then J&J Creations printed them onto the sweater for us. So it was a team effort. So thank it was a, you it was a was graphic involved. designing effort. And then there's Paige and I who are like, can you do it in this color? Yeah. <laughs> I 
<laughs> sorry for everybody if we were a nightmare but we got it done and they look fantastic yeah. and i will be sure to tag everybody Both. who was involved on the Please instagram do. just yeah. to give everybody some then we'll direct everyone there and then i'm seeing nick hopefully soon so i will tell him those two people are where to go exactly awesome so to get into the stories for today we're going to continue off the bench because there were some some interesting stories this week not too many because it's international break for a lot of people and some weird game schedules but we'll catch you right after this Okay, and we're back. So our first big topic, I guess, is the nominees for the Ballon d'Or came out. Um, I will say really quick on the women's side, maybe we'll start with the women's side. On the women's side, super happy to see some Canadian faces on the nominee list. Mm -hmm. Um, Was there any surprises for you on the list? I think Lucy Bronze not being on it was, was quite surprising, and I don't think she'd win. I just think the influence she had on City, like you look at their back line this year and they're struggling giving up goals. She's a general back there. She's probably their best player. So I agree. A little shocked with that one. And I think the next one I'll mention, I think we're both a little like, why? Uh, Wendy Renard making the list. Yes. I mean, I think it just ends up being they needed someone from Lyon on that list because I don't think Lyon yeah, had I a good year. Some other great Lyon players, like um, I think um ellie carpenter i think did had a good season she's the australian right back um marjorie yeah who's the um injured who's that the winger that they have i always it starts with the c cascarino yeah like she had fantastic season yeah i don't know why it had to be wendy renard i mean I mean, she's the captain, whatever. She's the leader back this year. Much. I'm sorry. You know how I feel about her, but yeah. But you know, it was it was nice. There's a lot of a lot of good names. Um, surprising to see two NWSL players. Uh, you know, this has been an exclusive European sort of award, but normally, yeah, yeah. But I'm quite pleased that they've given recognition. Well, and I think I the Mewis played last year. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, Mewis played for City last year, so I guess that's fine. Yeah. But like Sinclair, who I mean, probably should win it because she's wonderful, but she doesn't play in Europe. Yeah, but I mean, I think the Olympics. You know, you Canada's Olympic champions this year, which is huge, and I think maybe that played a little bit into it. I think that's probably why you know Jesse and because Jesse doesn't play a lot at Chelsea. No. So but I, I she was the best player. She was one of the best players for Canada, maybe exactly. aside so from I bet you Vanessa. That had a big influence on the list, and mm-hmm. I'm very happy to see Canadians on there. I think after the year that they've had, they definitely deserve to be there. Yeah. Um, Sinclair, obviously, she's the top goal scorer ever for anybody. Yeah, internationally, and um, so I think she has rightfully earned her place there. Um, who else? It was Ashley Lawrence. I think was yeah. the other Canadian. Yeah. She's the ability to play on both flanks, ability to play in the midfield. Uh, one of yeah. the most versatile Canadian players we have, for sure. Yeah, we've got... Um, who do you think is going to win it? It's going to be a Barcelona player. And 
I say this just because they they were undefeated for how many games? They were consistent. They just thrashed Arsenal. Arsenal's been killing teams in the FAWSL. Like, like you watch that game and they're the best team on the pitch in England. Then they play yeah. Barcelona and they get smoked. Yeah. And I don't even think half of their main players started. And Barcelona was just much better. I think it might be the captain. I'm um, sorry. Her, is it Panos is the Barca captain? That's the keeper, right? Oh, is that the keeper? Let me look it up. But I agree with you. I think I could see a Barcelona player winning it. I could also see Viv winning it. I think she's had a great season. Yeah, but it's just, I think you're going to equate a trophy. Yes. With the player, I, I which agree. is also unfortunate. And that's probably why when we get to the men's side, Jorginho's in the con- conversation. Um, but we'll touch that later. However, it's probably going to be a Barcelona player. It can be Putellis, who's probably their captain and, and that backbone of that entire team. You have Jenny, yeah. who made the honorable mention. I think Leif Martins, I've told you this, that she's probably been the best player in the last year and a half just because of consistency. Um, maybe Viv and her have been the best two players in the world. And they're both Dutch stars, so you have that. Uh, but Yeah, I could... I mean, we would love if Jenny won it. Yeah, I mean, I would. I'd probably be partying, but... You know who I'm surprised um, wasn't on it from Barcelona? Um, Is it Hansen? Uh, Yeah. She was... Did you watch the Champions League game? No. So Barca just played Champions League, and she was amazing. She was, like, untouchable. I I saw a highlight for the first goal, and I was like, ah, this is just going to end badly. (laughs) She, like... But nobody could touch her. She she was everywhere. She had the ball all the time. She, I thought she was great. Well, that's the thing though. Like Barcelona's deep enough this year, and we're talking about the women's side. It's deep enough that they didn't have to have everyone firing. I mean, I don't think Jenny played that game, or, or she came on or something. So like, you look at the fact that they have that flexibility. So any Barcelona player, in my opinion, but I'm, I'm gonna go Martins because um, she was so good in that final. Yeah, I agree with that. I think I think I could see that. Either her or the captain for me. Yeah. Putellis, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree on that one. There's no there's no real discussion. I think everyone else is great on the list, but we'll see. We'll see when it gets narrowed down. Yeah. Do you know when they're cutting it? Mm, no, I don't know the date. No, uh, they haven't mentioned it. I'm on Sky Sports because they're they're talking about Frank Kirby and Ellen White. Yeah. Quickly, last thing. Uh, sure. If this award was last year, I think Pernell Harder should probably get some I agree. this yeah. year as well. Um, so expect her in the top three. Uh, a little, a little calm this year, but uh, I think I think the Ballon d'Or should take into consideration the last two years. Yeah, considering it was also a COVID year. Yeah, I agree. I definitely agree. Okay. Um, all right. Should we go? Yeah. We're flipping to the men's. Let's do it. Um, any surprises for you? Um, a little surprised that there's only one keeper on the list. I think Jan Oblak had a good year. I think, you know, there's no Joshua Kimmich in the in the top 30, which is a little bit of a surprise. Uh, Chiesa had a good Euro 2020 or 2021. And then, you know, there, there's a lot of very good names. And it, it's difficult to, to say it because, you know, these men are playing at high levels, just like the women's are. Um, but it, those are probably the biggest surprises. I mean, you look at who's been nominated and, you know, 
Aspilicueta getting a shout. That's pretty nice for Chelsea. I think he's yeah. been a good player. Um, Chelsea's got five players on the list, I believe. City has five as well. And yeah. My only thing with that, that Jorginho thing, like I mentioned earlier, and I've told you this before, it's just, you know, just because they won, he's kind of getting the recognition that he gets. Yeah. Um, but I think Angola Conte is probably the best midfielder. 100%. I at agree. the moment. And I think if you're looking at a winner out of all these people, and sorry for Messi and Ronaldo fans, but I think Lewandowski should get it. He was the best player last year. He was snubbed. 100%. I think, you know, he's his ability to score 40-plus goals. And if you tell me the Bundesliga is a farmer's league, go take a look because it's not that easy. Um, I think it's between, between well, Conte and if- Leonard. I think if uh, it's the 17th nomination for Naldo and the 15th nomination for Messi, I think if they win it again, it's, in my opinion, it's kind of rigged because I don't think they, either of them had like outstanding seasons. No, no. Like, I, I, think it, I understand Messi's like, issue. I understand Messi's issue struggling at Barcelona and being the best player. And, and you can see it that he is what they miss. Same thing with Ronaldo. I mean, he carried Juve. Juve struggled in the start of the season because they didn't know who to get goals from. I get most valuable player, but Ballon d'Or is like, yes, they're, they've won it so many times. I think it's time for a new face. Well, and I think, like you said, Lewandowski has earned it. It's not just like, okay, we need to mix it up now. It's like, no, he's, he's for me, I agree. I think he's earned it. Nobody stands <laughs> out on that be- list. Sorry? I said no one else stands out on that list, No, I'm looking at it now, and I'm like... Like, I think Conte and Lewandowski should get equal... We'll probably split the votes, in my opinion, because they've... Like, Conte's been the best midfielder in such a lot in, like, the last three years, You know right? how I feel about Conte. <laughs> I know. And I think if Kevin Dobrino was healthy for most of last year, he'd also be getting a little bit more votes. Sure. I agree. Like, That's for me... Yeah. I don't agree with Neymar being necessarily on the list. No. He misses games in the biggest time of the year. Yeah. Sorry. Um, I, Lutero Martinez getting a shout for Inter is very nice to see as well. Like that was a good call. Riyad Mara is getting some respect, even though he's barely playing for City right now. Sure. Um, but again, I don't think I don't think Sterling should be on the list. I don't think he had a standout year. Maybe no. they're just considering his Euro tournament. But even that for me was like okay. Wasn't much. It wasn't much. Like yeah, I think like Joshua goals, Kimmich but... should be on this list. I mean he's. He went from a right-back position to a holding midfield position yeah. to an attacking midfield position. He's played virtually everywhere for, for Bayern when they were so dominant. I think it's nice Mason Mount is on the list. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Pedri the same. I think he's, you know... He'll probably win the youngest player, the Copa sure. yeah. trophy or whatever that is, yeah. You know what I find funny is Leonardo uh, Bonucci and Kayleen are both on this list. They're like the two aging defenders that seamlessly get so much credit on being there and like why yeah but is it like is it like the Wendy Renard where it's just like a name on a, on the list because it's a name yeah but you're taking away spots for players who've been better like yes i understand the the significance of those two defenders for for Juve but I they're, not gonna, they're not going to win. You're wasting your spot on 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 two guys, unfortunately. Who How is it being voted on? It's by writers, I believe. I've always wondered. I've never like looked it up. Well, that's something you can look up. But um... do you think it's because of um, the Italians won the 
the Euro? Maybe. Oh, okay. So it's voted by national team coaches and captains. So you could rig it really easily. Well, virtually. That's probably why Simon Kier is there for Denmark. Yeah. I mean, yes, deservedly. So should get that shadow. But so it's not based on, not awarded based on, on votes from journalists, which is what I thought it was. It's actually, in fact, players and, and, and co- captains and coaches. So, All right, like, so who's winning it for you? Uh, Lewandowski has to take yeah. it. But I mean, that probably explains why you're going to see, you know, Messi and Ronaldo get those votes because when they're playing at the national level, they're, they're very good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I think if they're going to be smart about it, it has to it has to go to to Lewandowski and 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 a little love for you there with Conte, my boy Conte. I love him. You can't not love him. He's been one of the best. Um, okay, just quick question here for you: the yeah. last five year five years of the Ballon d'Or uh, was Luka Modric for you a surprise of winning it? Because that still bothers me. <sighs> Yes and no. I think. Isn't Tony Kroos a better midfielder? Sure, but I think at, like if you're looking at when did he win it last year? No. No, it was the year Ronaldo scored those like beautiful overkick goals and yes. then went to UV after. Yeah. It was during the World Cup, and I think. Well, I was going to say, is that why? Because of. Um, yeah, but obviously, if you like play on a team like Croatia. Croatia yeah. You're going to stand out. Who's the other? No, I I don't think he's wrong for winning it. For me, that was his, like, when he was playing for Croatia during that World Cup year, he was the best player for Croatia. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that's that's incorrect. I'm just saying that uh, if you're taking everything into consideration, Toni Kroos is probably a more important player. Yeah. And also, Angola Conte was on that. That's okay. How do they decide a winner then? Is it so the nominees? What? It's like that first, second, third, fourth ballot stuff, I believe. Oh, so it's all voted by the same people. Yeah, yeah. That's annoying. That was the ballot. I'm going to look at Bleacher Report. Who's the according to the? It's the votes. It's a national jury of 209 of FIFA's national association. So it's not even... Oh, so they vote on it. So the the players or the captain and the coaches nominate and then the association votes for it? Votes for the winners? They all vote. And then only one journalist. And then I think they allow journalists. It's like a bunch of people making these votes. So they said that's based on 2013, for example. It's just an older article. There's 509 votes voters at that time, uh, 170 captains, 170 national coaches, and 169 journalists. So I think it's a combination of everybody sort of making these okay. picks. So I think the journalists might pick more of the the full calendar year. Yeah. Whereas the other coaches might not all, all do that because they look at right. It like, That's which fair. is weird because I think if you're giving the Ballon d'Or, that has to be the best player. In Period. The I world. agree. Yeah. Who's your winner? I didn't ask you that. Lewandowski. Okay. Or, or, and Conte. I have to, my boy. He's got to be up in there. Oh, definitely. 
Um, should we shift gears and talk a little bit, some messy talk while we're on the men's ball and Dior topic? Yeah. Um, report earlier this week that, <laughs> that the president of Barcelona expected Messi to stay for free. When I, let me tell you, when I saw that on Instagram, I was like, this has got to be some like clickbait, like click to read more. So I, of course, click to read more. Cause I was like, this gotta be a joke. I was so shocked. I'm like, is this man, like, who does he think he is? That Messi is just going to be like, yeah, I love Barcelona so much. I'm just going to play for free. What do you, what do you make of it? I was like, there's the garbage bin. That's where they're headed. Because like, what? How do you expect your that's on them. They had to offload four or five players who were making more than they should be making. And they did it too late. Like sending Griezmann away, too late. Continue sitting mm-hmm. on the team, too late. You have uh, Dembele, high ceiling, just too many injuries, too late. You know, moving on from Jared Piquet, didn't do it. Reading an article and it's like, these people so stupid or what? Like, how do you expect him to agree to play for free? I think well, everyone like, on the team should want to play for free because he should be making the money. Are you kidding me? Yeah, it's like, he was like, uh, just reading this article here, it's like, I hoped Messi would do a U-turn and he would say he would play for free. I would have liked that and I would have been all for it. It is my understanding La Liga would have accepted it, but we cannot ask a player of Messi's stature to do this. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, but La Liga wouldn't have allowed it because then they would have been like, everyone else should be taking a cut. Yeah, it says Laporta also said that La Liga were willing to allow Barcelona to keep Messi if the club agreed to a deal with investment fund CVC Capital Partners, which would have uh, seen the Spanish top flight give up a percentage of its commercial rights for the next 50 years. So it became a business deal in the end because yeah. I, yeah. I think the, I think La Liga was being a little was being a little pain in the ass because uh, Barcelona had agreed to the Super League deal, and I think that was the whole kerfuffle there. Yeah. But, so do you think if they didn't agree to the Super League deal, they would have maybe potentially been able to keep Messi? I think La Liga would have worked with them to keep Messi. Okay. To be like, okay, so we'll tax you this amount this year, but you can keep him because... There you go. He's probably the face of your league right now. I think they would have found a way to meet them in the middle because yeah. their salary cut they got their salary whatever like it was cut so they weren't allowed to hit the full max that uh real Madrid are at for example so they were told it has to be less to maintain under some sort of tax or luxury tax so you you know you're looking at at this issue and you're and you're saying to yourself if you're going to ask the best player in the world to do this or one of the best ridiculous you're not going to go over to Ronaldo and tell him to take a cut he's going to be like I can play for Sporting Lisbon and make that up what are you talking about exactly Well, okay, I know Barca's got money issues. I'm just, I'm still reading this article here. It says, Barca to play away from Camp Nou for a year. Uh, Laporta also confirmed that Barcelona will play at another stadium for up to a year when the club starts its planned modernization of Camp Nou Stadium. Where are they getting this money? If they've got no money and they're in major debt, how are they? Everyone who says to you that they have no money, especially these clubs, I'm talking clubs here, not people, yeah. people, whatever. But like Real Madrid, who's like, we have zero money, are going out for Kylian Mbappe and willing to throw 200 plus million dollars. Where are they getting the money from? Yeah. Where is Barcelona coming up with this money? I have no idea. 
I'm sure like they have these debts, but they're still able to get loans. Yeah. Right? Like, I mean, they have few debts and future liabilities. So they're probably just going to add to their future liabilities of that $1.35 billion. Unless they sell the club to the guy who just bought Newcastle, which probably should be another story <laughs> of its own. But, um, you know, like, go sell it to the guy that's probably richer than every owner combined. And maybe they'll clear your debt for you. Well, shouldn't you be worrying about paying off the debts first before you're fixing the stadium? No, no, no. That's not business, right? Because then yeah, how are right. you? Then how do you make money? <laughs> I think this club's going to be in debt forever. Ah, they're insane. I just, oh my god, it's so ridiculous. That that's like, why are you? Why are you? I don't know. Tell everyone else to take a cut, man. If I was at that level, you want Messi to stay? Everyone take a pay cut. We won't pay you for well, a year. If I'm Messi and they're like, you can stay, but you have to play for free. I'd be like, that is the biggest slap in the face. Yeah. You know, like with. I want to know what he's. I want to know what he thinks of this situation. Yeah, there's nothing really, like, if you look it up, I don't even know if he's commented on it. No, he hasn't. There hasn't been anything. Well, he's probably just done with it, you know? He's probably like, I don't even, I don't even need to address this at this point. Like, mm-hmm. like clearly I left for a reason. He left uh, a shit show, and I think they're going to be in this issue for quite some time. And they have very good young players, it's just clear the debt first before you go and do anything else start clearing salary of players that you can't afford anymore change the coach you know unfortunately like i've been tough on him but it's actually not his fault no just no well, we talked about last yeah i know too. exactly so so i think that's it on the on the messy front yeah i think we covered all the major news today for uh <laughs> what's going on yeah not much i mean the newcastle bid was earlier this week which briefly mentioned the guy is going to be richer than every owner in in the world so wild so now so now basically newcastle is going to be the team of the 90s where they had alan shear and kevin keegan as their manager just were phenomenal so now like doesn't this like make England one of the worst places to win or like one of the toughest places I should say to win like you're going to look at eight or nine or ten teams that are probably going to be fighting for a top position yeah but that's why people love to watch Premier League because it's like no I get that but any like, given day anybody can win a game whereas like you're watching La Liga you know Barcelona okay in its prime Barca's gonna clean up against teams you know yeah whereas in Premier League especially now it's like your top four are not the the Uniteds, the Cities, the Chelsea's, the Arsenal's always, you know, mm-hmm. which is super nice to see. So yeah, maybe Newcastle getting there. <laughs> yeah, there's gonna be like ten teams, and then you're like, pick a winner. Pick a winner. It's like Actually, a lottery. At that point, it is. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, there's that. Well, once we get more details, I'm still gonna look into that. We'll talk about it next week. But yeah, next now. week we'll we'll when we get more info we'll definitely chat about yeah. that but i think that pretty much does it today any final thoughts before we sign off a little uh quickly short and to, sweet for today got two uh mikhail arteta be manager of the month after beating norwich burnley and spurs i'm sorry <laughs> that's a joke they should still get rid of him but now that they're not they're not because he's manager of the month no i'm telling you he's gonna be there longer than oligon to is gonna be there for united 
I 100% agree, but I think that's so stupid. He's going to get a contract extension. Watch. It's going to, like, randomly in January, they'll be like, we're extending Arteta for another year. Yeah, well, they're also going to be like, uh, yeah, he was a coach of the month, so, you know, we just had to keep him around for six more seasons. <laughs> With the possibility of one more coach of the month and maybe two years. Yeah, maybe he'll get there. We're not sure no. yet. Uh, another final thought, uh, NWSL. You know, we talked about this last week where they had to get the PA up. They got to get players speaking up. And it all happened within 24 to 48 hours after we had that conversation. So I've been enjoying that, taking the solidarity stance, not just in in North America, but they're doing it in Europe now. Mm -hmm. And players are being more vocal. And uh, Shim, uh, Ferrelli, and Alex Morgan all joined uh, someone on today's network for a morning show and they were talking yep. about it and I was like this is perfect so yeah I think it's still not enough and I'm sure if you ask the players it's not enough but it's a start which I think is key that's so. what's that's what's important right now is making yeah. that start right like they yeah and they've and gone full guns blazing is, to start which is nice. yeah oh yeah they came out and they, they it was like oh things are changing today so yeah. I think it's a start. I think there we're still going to see more um, changes be made and, and more movement happening, which is really good. So I hope it kind of just gets the ball rolling and it continues to roll. Yeah, and I also yeah. hope that while they're doing this fight, they're asking for higher pay as well to make that equality a little high because uh, yeah. a lot of conversations with those players that were that had gone through this and were like, we have to just suck it up because I need the money. Players cannot be making $35,000 a year. This is a full-time position. They're oh, not players make less than that. Right, but I'm just giving like the, the median yeah. figure there, right? Like they're not students. Yeah, it's, it's you a are, career. You're, like you cannot have like four different jobs. And on top of playing, like uh, for our listeners out here, Paige went through an entire game day schedule. That takes up so much of your time and then you have to work? Yeah. Sorry. Um, yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. For me, it's ridiculous, but... What about you? What's a what's a what's a solid final thought? Um, oh, it's Thanksgiving weekend in Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm bummed that I don't get to spend it with my family, but I hope everybody has a fantastic Thanksgiving weekend. And if you do get to spend it with your family, make sure you enjoy that time because it's very special, especially after you know the pandemic we've been through when we couldn't see family. So every chance you get, spend it with your family um if you can't see them call them give them a, a quick yeah. phone call and give say hello yeah yep do what you can take you know, the day today happen. and appreciate your family <laughs> yep. i think officially thanksgiving is tomorrow well it's thanksgiving sunday and then thanksgiving monday is when everything's closed yeah so yeah. it's it's thanksgiving weekend okay yeah also get ready for halloween it's my favorite holiday is it actually your favorite holiday it is my favorite holiday and unfortunately they don't really celebrate it in europe so Oh, they're debating on letting kids here in Canada go trick-or-treating based on COVID rules, so they might cancel Halloween. Oh, for a second year? I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, it's... Well, no, it was open last year. Was it really? Yeah, like we were... I was changing the car. I came home for, for my sister's meeting week and whatnot, and I we were changing... Swore we didn't do Halloween Well, we, we were switching cars, and our neighbor's kids were running wild in, like, dark costumes. Um, sure they just weren't out there, like... They rang some doorbells. Around? People had lights on because the rule is, you know, if you have your porch lights on, it means you're free. Right, it means you're, yeah, that's the rule. That's the law. That's the Halloween law. 
but I don't think a lot of people were participating in it. I think the kids that were, uh, they were selected houses that just left candy out, I believe. Yeah, maybe. It was just like maybe just within your neighborhood or something. But I just go up and spray everything and take a candy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> candy. Normalize yeah, that. Um... Adults going trick-or-treating. What? <laughs> as adults, we should be able to go trick-or-treating. Just dress up as we were as kids and just go trick-or-treating. Yeah, but and just wear a mask or something. Like, I, I don't mean like a COVID mask. I mean like a full mask. <laughs> and just be like, I'm a very tall 12-year-old. <laughs> Oh, you can be in high school and still go trick-or-treating. I think it's okay. I'm a very tall 16-year-old. <laughs> I'm, I'm average. the same height I was when I was 16. Yeah, no, I'm average height, so I'd probably get away with it. Yeah, me too. No, Just hunch a little bit. You know yeah. that thing that girls do? I don't know if you do this totally off topic, but one of my friends is like super tall, so when she takes pictures beside a lot of the shorter friends... Yeah, you like, have to like crouch a little. But like she does this thing with her leg and she immediately drops like four inches. And you're like... <laughs> all your friends are super short you can't like look like a giant in pictures. yeah yeah it, it's not good for the aesthetic yeah and i was like what the hell cares just stand up and then you realize she's like a foot taller than you because she was in heels that's a big girl problems let me tell you oh my god tall girl props i think tall girl problems yeah, but, uh, but, yeah. don't that's don't forget uh, don't forget to subscribe to the show leave us a like or a rating you can follow us on touchline th for twitter and instagram and then for twitter for the both of us it's culver underscore page and at our fun manji so please do that please follow us send us a message also don't forget to follow our network at garage door sport and check out garage that does it for today uh have a wonderful thanksgiving with your family for our canadian listeners and if you're around europe call your family tell them you love them have a wonderful weekend cheers Thank you.